So I'm going to start this one just by saying that I do feel like this podcast in general, um, there's a certain amount of ego and selfishness on my part just to make this. Um, You know, like who am I to broadcast to the world? Um, I guess it's your choice to listen, but, you know, who am I to just be like, hey, this is how it is. You know, there's so much of that these days and I can't ignore the fact that there is a piece of this that is selfishness and ego that goes into this. And it is, it is called the inner thoughts of a mountain guide, right? Starlight and storm. So here's some inner thoughts. Um, and this episode may be the most selfish one of all of them. And, um, but I'm going to go for it and see where it goes. But so yesterday, a very close companion of mine died. And she was with me for 14 and a half years. It's my dog, Gromit. And she was a really, really special um, piece of my life. And for those who had the fortune to know her, you know, she affected everybody. You know, she, she was half Rhodesian Ridgeback, half Weimaraner. And like an incredibly visually stunning, beautiful dog, very athletic, over about 100 pounds, 95 pounds in her prime. She was closer to 125, 120 pounds when she died. Um, tall, short coat, you know, long Weimaraner ears, this kind of black cherry kind of coloring, a little bit of white on her chest, long tail, super athletic. Just like people would literally stop their car and be like, whoa, what, <laughs> what kind of dog is that? Um, just, just an amazing presence. But she also had this really beautiful soul and I still can't fully articulate what is it about her, but a truly unique creature. And I feel very privileged to have spent so much time with her. She came to us when she was eight weeks old, a tiny little puppy, smaller than a, than a normal sized house cat. Um, and, you know, she lived a really long time, much longer than than a dog that size typically lives and also felt very fortunate to be able to not schedule any work. I was actually between trips out west. I fly again on Monday. And, uh, you know, when I got back from my last trips, I was like, I'm not working. I've been, I've essentially shipped out and now I'm staying home. And I got to really be you know, the primary caregiver for her, and especially the last several days, because she couldn't walk anymore, you know? And what do you do with a 120-pound dog that can't walk anymore? So there's a lot of cleaning and maintenance and moving, and and I also felt very fortunate that um, she could she could spend her last moments in our house. Um, and right up to the last moment, she was completely... Here, present, loving, um, very responsive, 
and uh but it was time there was it was kind of like this perfect window of she can't sustain what she's doing now because there's gonna be other complications we can't sustain this anymore but she was still present enough where you know there was still joy in her but she was tired and it's like a huge piece of my soul is gone (laughs) but that's part of life and uh She's also buried here at her house so she can we can always be together. But you know, I, I was thinking about like just kind of what this experience feels like and what it means and how do I move forward from this and things that, you know, kind of come up and resonate with me, you know, you know. And there's not a lot of constants in my life that I really care about. Um, my wife is one. My close relationships is is one. Um, I have a very relatively small group of friends, but they're very close. Um, and then the other constant, constant that comes up is my work. Um, guiding. I don't know why it's such a constant for me why I feel so drawn to it but it is a piece and you know I'm going out tomorrow um, doing a mentorship day with a bunch of kids from the University of Maine it's just something I'm doing there's no money involved it's just me giving back because I you know being a mountain guide I don't have financial resources to give back to you know, programs that benefited me when I was younger. But I do have like this knowledge endowment that I can I can share with them. And I'm all excited that yesterday in the morning um, before the vet showed up, I was writing out a lesson plan, had some new ideas about what I was going to do with them um, based on some of their goals and some things I want to try. Um, so I was essentially just, you know, having a normal morning Drinking tea at home, listening to classical music, fires going, Gromit was resting comfortably or as comfortably as she could be, um, you know, interacted off and on. But, you know, essentially for all intents and purposes, a pretty normal morning. Um, but I was, I was working on the thing that also drives me, um, which is um, guiding and mountain craft and instruction and development and you know, as I've gotten older, I've really, as my knowledge and my awareness becomes more expansive and my understanding of this becomes more expansive, I've really stripped away a lot of the, the baggage that I've held in the past. Um, not 100%, but a lot of it has been like a lot of, you know, ego about whatever and guiding and what I can do and what, you know, what they can do. And, you know, and I've come in this whole experience is recently has really helped solidify this, this notion. I'm like, I kind of don't care about a lot of the institutions that we have in this country for guiding, you know, 
educational things. Like what I, and what I don't care about is I don't care about the politics or the ego or the money or the prestige or whatever. Like I could give two shits about that, to be honest, at this point. Avalanche stuff, mountain guiding stuff, you know, all of these things. Like what I really care about are my clients and then trying to keep, keep, keep digging for the truth about mountain guiding as I see it. So the truth about technique, the truth about, you know, application, um, all of those things that kind of everything I've talked about in this podcast, like that's what drives me. I could give two shits about what guy loves the quad and what guy hates it. Who cares? You know, like, and I feel really fortunate to be less dogmatic about this is how it works and this doesn't work or that junk and this is awesome. It's like, well, everything has benefits and everything has downfalls, right? There's pros and cons to every system, every decision, every choice, every tool, every technology that we use. And, you know, I'm just going to keep working towards that truth as I see it, as best I can. I'm not going to get it right, um, you know, all the time. Every once in a while I will. And, you know, I, I don't know why, but just grommet passing has really just made me feel even more committed to that on my own self, to my own, and then and hopefully trying to pass it on to the people that um, I have interactions with um, and certainly learn from them as well. So that's, that's it. That's all I got on this one is just, I'm going to keep work, trying to work toward that truth. And I just am really appreciative of being able to have the privilege of spending so much time with such an amazing being on this planet. Um, yeah, it's, her passing is very challenging and, um, it'll get better for sure, but it's never going to be the same. Um, she was, she was a special one for sure, but I just wanted to share that because it, like I said, it's starlight and storm, the inner thoughts of a mountain guide will these are now my, these are my inner thoughts right now. So thank you.